Welcome to another episode of Life's 3x5's podcast. Liz and Tim have created the ideal conversation formula for them. Everything begins with what's on a 3x5 index card. It can be anything and it can go anywhere in 30 minutes or so. If allowed, they can somehow magically become connected by a single word. And now, today's unscripted and unpredictable conversation between two longtime radio friends from a remote location with Liz Wilder and Tim Larson. Look at you, sock-footed. Oh, my. Look, you've got your socks. I put my shoes back on. You know, here's the deal. What? I don't need shoes to do this show, but I needed huge balls to do this show. <laughs> and you got them. Hi, everybody. This is Liz Wilder. <laughs> and I'm Tim Larson. And this is Life's 3x5s. Today, we're actually at a bowling alley. Yeah. Kurt invited us to come to Park Lanes in Love's Park. Oh, they also he smells really good today. I don't know what he's wearing, but he smells really good. That's post-bowling. <laughs> He no. bowled. He bowled six games this morning. No. That's what you smell. No. No, I, 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 am burning, I, I am burning up, by the way. Well, it's because you're wearing a sweater. I know, God's but sake. I was fine at the beginning, and we. It was cold. Yeah, we didn't expect to bowl three games. We were goofballs. We just, <laughs> you know, my friend. They have usually have a thing in January, bowling something or other, and it's always fun. But I really, seriously, have not bowled serious, like in high school. I mean, and now I can't. I couldn't even remember the rules. That's why we did three of them because I didn't even realize we were supposed to switch lanes every frame. I totally know. forgot that. So here we are. <laughs> I mean, like, there's strike after strike, and and, and what's the other one? Um, spare. I'm like, oh my God, look at how cool we're doing. I mean, we had like a hundred and some odd points, and it was I know. both of us together. Yeah, it was both of us <laughs> together. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. It was weird. So then we finally figured it out. So apparently lane 19 and 20 are the dumbass lanes. <laughs> and of course, here's all these pros in these and senior just leagues. Beautiful. I mean, and and they're watching us going, oh, God. They just, don't know oh what God, the heck they're just, doing. Just let them go. Yeah. And, and then they're looking at us now going, what the hell are they doing now? <laughs> I they're know. just they're just sitting back. What are they doing? Uh-huh. You, ought to, you ought to be drinking beer by now. And they're they're like talking to each other. Yeah, no, I no, no, no. I was not. No, yeah, that's good. <laughs> you know, but I have to tell you, every time I bowl, you know, you put the your middle two fingers in the hole. I don't like the balls that are really really heavy, and no. the ones that are really light have this. The holes are too small. So my middle and my ring finger they start hurting after a while yeah and that's why people do the custom balls ah my, you know my husband has a custom uh, um, bowling ball and he's he's really good did he custom the color i don't know i'll have to you ask know him they can do they're that. really pretty it's oh. really pretty like marbly they can do something. the fancy schmancy stuff now that holy crap if you like if you want i mean for the sake of argument like a red white and blue one uh-huh. it'll have all the really Swirly. cool swirls oh, and stuff wow. so they can they can sexy it up now look at that guy over there he's, he's amazing he's spraying his ball every frame yes every frame and then he wipes it down yes. and he's just been amazing yeah he does not take a long fred flintstone approach like us <laughs> like me <laughs> turn around swivel and throw yeah by the way, we're here on a Friday morning, yeah. uh, and, and this is where they do the senior leagues, and it's ideal for us because, you know, you can be a dumbass without being in somebody's way, and it, it's been really fun. They've got unbelievable score screens. They're really, really fun. The, you know, I, I'm I'm a big one. I love all the graphics when it comes to, like, slot machines and stuff like that, too. Yeah. This is like a slot machine. It's got yeah. the fun graphics. And then when you hit roll your first one, and it tells you what you can do to hit the next one. Yes. So you get a sp- strike. It tells you the approach. Spare. And it also tells you the miles per hour. Oh, yeah, that's of, right. Of what you threw. I think mine was like 17. Well, your last two. one was 15.85. Mine was 13.52 miles. Oh, well, look Isn't at you. Isn't that wild? Are we going to talk about the scores? Because uh, you know Liz. We can, yeah. You know, Liz is a competitive type person. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Just, just saying. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't even remember the scores at this point. Well, the first one, <laughs> we screwed up because we were like, we don't know what it was combined yeah it was combined so we had like a 280 together yeah yeah (laughs) yeah we did (laughs) split into two like 80 on one screen and 200 on the other screen Mm -hmm. because we didn't know what the hell we were doing yeah yeah it's kind of fun but then the next screen was like 90 and 85 or something like that it was yeah nice memory and i'm 85 again and you are 102 good job 
So very good. Very Thank good. you. But that's okay. It was fun. You know what? Today is, I have to tell everybody, it's 12-2. Yes. So we did two games that we kept score of. <laughs> Here we go. I did 85 twice. And I have two feet, so I put on uh, two shoes. Yeah, right. And how far are you going to go with it? 22 is Tim's birthday, but since he's not going to be around and we're not going to be around on his birthday, I gave him his birthday present today on 12 2 22. I Happy get it. To I don't you. understand. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Tim. Happy birthday to you. I know oh you God. don't like it. Oh he don't like it. He, oh doesn't, he does not like this, but everybody, the month of December. Is no, his birthday no. month? Oh, but he hell like no! It. He's like, oh, hear him? No. You hear do him? We, do you hear we him? have to go there again? There <laughs> My mother was not in labor for a month. No, but it's kind of fun to celebrate the no. ending of one year, and no. then you have your birthday, and then you're no. on. No, yep. no. Well, that's kind of oh, how I see it. God. You only and, get one day. Oh, okay, God. fine. The 22nd of your day. And she sang to me. Mm-hmm, oh my mm-hmm. God, it's painful. I, know, and I even oh gave him presents too. You did. I got to give you guys a hint. You want them back? No. Oh, okay. I, I just like them. I thought they were so well, fun now I know to what, think about it. Now, it now I know so what to fun. get you next year because if you like what you gave me so much, I, I liked l- giving them to you. Oh, oh, because I could literally give these types of gifts back to you. I know I you could. could. I know you It could. is a personal bathtub spa equipment stuff. Or put it in your travel bag because you're going somewhere, which is why I thought about that also. Okay. But it's all Disney stuff. It and, you know, he's really into Disney. It's it really cool. It I was is. so proud of myself on that one. And I got socks. And Fuzzy I got, socks with those got little a, grippers on the bottom. And I, got and, an ugly, and I got an ugly sweater. For your beer <laughs> bottle or root beer bottle or whatever. <laughs> but it's kind of fun. And then, of course, it I is. didn't bake him a cake, but I gave him some really cool little treats. Oh, those things are cool. Yeah. Uh, what What is the, is it? Is it's it a, a wonton wrapper. Yeah, like a little Chinese cup. Yeah, like a little wonton wrapper. Yeah. But it's chocolate and, and peanut butter and marshmallow all together. Yeah, so it's yeah. like a little s'more cup. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. So I, I'll i tell you, I'm really looking forward to doing that in my sister's fireplace, her outdoor fireplace in Phoenix. Because they do a little uh, cast iron skillet. Oh, yeah. And then they do either chocolate chip cookie or s'mores or whatever. And they stick it in like you would a wood fire so pizza. do they cook it? I mean, like, is there cookie yeah. crust on the bottom? Yeah, or No, you just you throw in the dough. And, oh, oh, okay. And, you know, marshmallows, chocolate chips, whatever. And you stick it in the fire. And it? And it just oh, bakes nice. it. Oh, it's really cool. So it's that. That's their equivalency to me doing cobbler. Ah, okay. That's the equivalency. Okay. You know, they have their sort of go-to thing when people come over. Yep. That's, yep, that's theirs. theirs. Yeah. Okay. So now I can show them this little trick, and maybe they can possibly do that, too. Perfect. So, hey, Perfect. I, I got some bowling stories for you. Okay. Well, let's do our little toast first. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. God. Yeah. We Ready? don't We don't drink nearly enough. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're hydrating big time. By the me. way, by the way, Kurt... Yeah. Has been the greatest of hosts. He's so cool. And after we're done, cool. regardless of what he smells like when we oh, are ready to so eat good. lunch, uh, he's going to have lunch with us, and we're we're going to have some kind of drinks, and we're going to finish out the day. So it's sort of nice. It's really nice. So I like this. Have a nice little pre-birthday yeah. for him. Oh, gotcha. Uh-huh, gotcha. Here we go. Again. Okay, so here's our toast. Here's our <laughs> toast. You ready for this? Here's to rocking and rolling down the lanes of life. Well, look at you. How about that? Wow. That sounds like an Eagles song. Life in the fast lane. Where do you think my inspiration came from? And by the way, they play fantastic music here. We walked in, the Eagles were playing, and then Fleetwood Mac. And then you were telling me you're Christine McVie. I cannot believe she passed. I I don't know what from. I couldn't remember. No. It said what from. I don't think they've released it yet. But I can't believe she's 79. Was she 79? I thought it was 74. crap. No, 79. 79? But my God. I mean, what... I, I just don't, I didn't see that much spread in between her age and my age. And here's my Christine McVie story. Oh boy, okay. I was, um, I was in a, in a bar in downtown Charleston. <laughs> I love the stories to start. I was in a bar. <laughs> in Charleston, West Virginia. Okay. And I walk into this hole in the wall bar, and I mean, it's hole in the wall. Nasty, nasty, out of date. Uh, name it was called the Roaring Twenties. Oh, kind of a cool name. Oh god. Yeah. Oh god. But it was just it was a piece of shit bar. So I walk in and I see this gal at the other end of the bar, and she's sort of sorting through some fancy cords, and she's sitting on 
what was probably a, a metal folding chair from the back room with no cushion. Oh, wow. So really okay. sort of uncomfortable looking. Yeah. And I never paid attention to who she was. I mean, I saw her butt most of the time. Because <laughs> she's bending over yeah, and plugging she's, the cords. Yeah, and she's doing all the cords. This bar was like 22 or 23 people long. Of course, I'm sorting through cords and stuff like that because I'm doing a radio remote that night. Right. Okay. To draw people in. Right. All right. So here's my lesson learned from this night. Always know who's going to be in the room before you get there. Okay. Because Good lesson. this is where I got my custom-made dumbass name tag. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, God. Uh-oh. So I looked down the bar after I saw her initially, you know, setting up. I looked down the bar, and it was a cool shot. I wish I had my camera with me. There were we 20- call those freeze frames. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. It's in my head, but mm-hmm. I can't show anybody. Right? It was 23 people. In every seat between me and her, uh-huh. and 23 heads of beer. Oh, funny. Really cool. And the light just hit it just right. All right. So I'm setting up the, my remote stuff, and I'm sort of, you know, chatting with other people at the other end. And all of a sudden, her fingers hit the keyboards, and all the glasses noise stopped, and all the heads turned, and she commanded that room for another two and a half hours. It was just her? Yes. Oh, at wow. the keyboards, and it was Christine McVie oh after gosh. Fleetwood Mac broke up. And two weeks prior, three blocks away, I had seen Joe Walsh of the Eagles mm-hmm. and Stevie Nicks playing to 8,000 people. Wow. And here's Christine McVie playing to maybe 50 people wow. in a hole-in-the-wall bar after being in Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she wrote million-dollar-selling songs, or million-copy-selling songs. Yep. Did she sing them all? Do you remember? Oh, God, she rattled them off. And then her new stuff, oh, God, she was so damn good and yeah. just commanded the room. But well, it's like, man, crazy. That, that was sort of a hard fall. That's the first thing that came into my head. It, all it said was that a short illness. Yep. So she all, was at the hospital or yep, something? Yep, that's all they said. Damn. And Mick Fleetwood uh, right. was the keynote speaker at one of our conferences one time. Oh, how cool. And you know, he always had those great big drums. Yes. I mean, they were yes. maybe five feet tall. And yes. like, he's six foot five. I didn't realize he was that tall. Oh, God. Okay. He's a long drink of water. So uh, when they did their, you know, housekeeping announcements and stuff like this, now this is in a pretty good size arena. There was maybe... Oh, easily 2,000 people. Oh, in good. The, yeah, this okay. is a nationwide con, uh, okay. conference. So all of a sudden you hear this boom, 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 in the back of the room. And he had a remote mic on. Boom, boom, What the hell is that? And he was at the very last row at the very top. That's how he entered the stage. Wow. Doing the drum all the way to the stage. Drum sound? No, he actually had the drum strapped to his shoulder. Oh, my. Yes. Now, he sucked as a keynote speaker, <laughs> but boy, did he have a great entrance. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's it, really It gives cool. you a story to tell a little bit later on. You know yeah. how that goes. But Christine McVie, yeah, just kind of, you know, and I was talking to my girl, Ida. Uh, hi, Ida. Hey, and Ida. And Ida and I, we were talking about how it's crazy. I think all of these classic superstars are going to be passing quicker than we think now because they're all of that upper echelon age where I don't think that way because I don't feel as old as we are. Nope. But yeah, they're all going to be passing. I know. I know. And to give you an idea, Mm -hmm. here's some of the songs that Christine McVie wrote. Oh dear. Okay. Okay. get a load of this. I never expected this to be this long. Really? And I'll say it really quick. Okay. Don't Stop, Little Lies, The Chain, Go Your Own Way, Everywhere, you make love and fun. Secondhand news. Mm-hmm. Hold on, Rhiannon, and got. I a love hold, that song, Rhiannon. And, and got a hold on me. Yeah, she's crazy. Now she wrote good. them all herself, or did she have collaborate? She collaborated. I think, I think collaborations I think on most of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts. Oh my gosh, Tim, that's crazy. You know, we were here 20 years ago with a room full of four-year-old bowlers. Oh really? No kidding. An employee of mine. Mindy Hill at the time, it's now Mindy Torby, said, hey, wouldn't it be fun every week? <laughs> and and every ever since then, when Mindy goes, hey, wouldn't it be fun? I go, no. Uh, I, don't even want to, you, yeah, okay. I don't want to hear even what it is. I go, no. For 20 years, I've told her, no. She goes, hear me out. And I go, no. <laughs> because she goes, wouldn't it be fun if the kids bowled together for a week and we got them included in the league? 
This is before they had those little things that they put out on the alley. and they The just, bumpers? No, no. They oh. had the bumpers, but they didn't have that thing that you just push the ball and the ball rolls down the metal thing. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, see that was here. before that. Okay. All right. So we get here, and we're like the second or third weekend. So, oh, God, this is fun. Of course, I'm taking pictures. And, uh-huh. you know, Eric and Haley and Megan, and the, they're having a great time. So I look at Sandy <laughs> and Mindy at the same time, and I said, just curious, how long is this league? How long does this last? We're three weeks in. You want to take a damn guess as to how long we signed up for? All so winter. Take a, well, what, is, what does all winter mean to you? That would have been really good. Uh, three, 12 weeks. <laughs> that would have been fantastic. Oh, it was longer than that? 32 weeks. Oh, my what? God. That's a freaking concert tour for Michael Jackson. <laughs> I looked at her like she had three heads, and I go, what in the hell? You never told me this. Yeah. Well, were you busy those weekends, or you just made time? You just made well, time. Well, made yeah. time because we're committed now. Yep. But... Yeah, she just who, pulled that who out. Who does anything for 32 weeks for crying out loud? Well, I'll tell you oh what. You want to keep the kids. God. You want to keep the kids occupied. They're having a big deal here. New Year's Eve Cosmic Family Bowl, um, December 31st. From 1.30 to 3.30 is the first shift, and then from 4.30 to 6.30 is the second shift. It's at Park Lane Bowls. So those of you that are in our area that are listening, it's really fun. Kids under 5 are only $6. Otherwise, it's $13 per person. That's a cheap date. It is. It is a cheap date. And there's all kinds. You know, they've got party flavors. Party flavors. (laughs) Party favors. Light show. They're going to have a a pretend New Year's countdown because it's for kids. Oh, yeah. So they're going to pretend. Yeah. Then they've got... um, Pepsi per person, the cafe, and then later on, they're going to have the unlimited bowling under Cosmic Lights for the adults. It's the New Year's Eve party. Three and a half hours of unlimited bowling. (gasps) Three and a half hours? Unlimited bowling. I'd never make it. It's kind of cool, I think. And then a midnight champagne toast. Well, again, I wouldn't make it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's going to be prizes. They give away every 30 minutes. Starts at 9 o'clock. Can you believe that? Check-in is at 8.30. Event starts at 9. Goes, obviously, until after midnight. They're going to have a band there. It's called That 70s Chicagoland Band. That that would be fun. That can't be bad at all. No. From 8.30 to 1, they'll be performing. Kirk does it right. He really does. This is really, really cool. Yeah. So if you're in the area, Park Lanes Bowls in Loves Park is where you need to be. It's $18 per person for the adults. Nice. Yeah, this they, is really fun. This they really would have fun. to have a fake New Year's Eve thing for me. Cause at what, at sel- 10 o'clock? Seldom do I make it anymore. Really? I don't because, uh, well. Set the alarm. Un- well, unless I wake up late in order to stay up late. But I oh. wake up too early and then I peter out. I just do. I don't care who I'm with, <laughs> you know, and I'm, you know, I'm a lightweight. So uh-huh. two beers in and He's I'm done. done. Oh, my God, yeah. I am done yep 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 that's funny oh my god that's funny hey i got a question why why don't they and they may this this may be a dumbass question but why don't they bet on bowling they bet on everything else you know what i bet they do ha ha i bet they do (laughs) ha 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 i don't know you know those those big places in las vegas those i forget what they're called the big betting areas casinos no 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 the big the betting areas the betting sites with all the different screens up and yeah. I'm sure they probably have something. Where we could ask Brad for the professionals. Yeah, we, yeah, they, yeah. Okay. All right. Who knows? I'm sure they'd have All something right. like that. But you never hear about it. N- not like no. No. Not like you would horses or baseball games or whatever yeah. like that. By the way, have you ever heard of Death Pool? What's that? Oh God, you are gonna love the crap out of this. Oh God. Because is this where you bet on people dying? Yes. Oh, get out of here! No, Seriously? No, you do. And Liz is notorious for texting me. <laughs> Did you hear so and so died? Did well, you hear so and so died? So we're we're old because it's it's our equivalency of opening up the newspaper and seeing who died in the obituary. But these are yeah, but these are popular people. Yeah. But and you it, know what? You said that to me. You I, were texting me at the exact same time. I know. So, I know. Yeah. I'm just as guilty. I'm not pointing a finger. Okay. 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 I'm just saying. But but you know, obviously, it conjures up fantastic memories. Yeah. From whoever happened to die. I mean, you're sad, but then you go, wow, wow. Yeah. I met that person or I saw that person play like Gaylord Perry from the San Francisco Giants uh, died this week. I think a day after Christine McVie. I met him. Fergie Jenkins introduced me to Gaylord Perry oh, wow. at Cub Spring training one year. And God, he is so tall. And he was such a good pitcher and a Hall of Famer. Wow. And it just instantly brought back those fantastic memories. But anyway, 
going back to the death pool, if you have a bet or a grid or whatever your submission is for, let's say, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> okay. Okay. And all you do is you bet on his name. If he dies tomorrow, the payoff is pretty good because the chances of Justin Timberlake dying tomorrow is pretty slim and none. However, if you had Betty White, the payout would be low because she's so stinking old. Oh, okay. I see. So the older they are, the yeah, less the, the, the... Because it's, geez, hell, it could okay. happen anytime. All right, so here's the deal, though. Here's how they make their money. Okay. If you've got somebody like Betty White, you're going to say this date between noon and 2. Oh, you have to give a specific time. Well, no, that's a further bet. That's oh. like betting a trifecta. It's, it's a deeper bet. So that's how you can make your money on Betty White. Otherwise, if you just have the name, the payoff's pretty low. So... Wouldn't it be hilarious? I, I am getting a face from Liz like nobody's business because it's it's creeping you out a little bit. Yeah, isn't it? Kinda, yeah, it is. Yeah. I, so, I, but I don't quite understand. So, who pays so, you? It's the same thing if if you bet on the Los Angeles Lakers and the Chicago Bulls. Oh, you have to you have to yeah. go to the betting parlor or whatever. Well, it is. you call a guy. Oh, no, you, you got to call a guy. You got to call a guy, and that guy's cousin probably makes moonshine, and you know how uh, that whole okay. thing gotcha. goes. I gotcha. Yes. I gotcha. And then, you know, all of a sudden it shows up in your account. Ah. Yes, you have an account. No, I think that's too gross. Too, I, you know, I, <laughs> nope, that's not up my alley. I don't I don't think so. Oh, speaking of Alley, see, I'm here in the bowling alley. Wow, oh, that was you a good are one. a wordsmith. I am so good today. Wow. But yeah, but that's really, it's not up my alley. I, I don't think, I don't think I could do that. I, uh-uh. Isn't that interesting? I, yeah. By and the there way, are people that actually do that? Oh, God, my, oh God. my God. I can't, yeah. Okay. But I think it's under the sod. Uh, under the sod? Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. There I you just, go. I just realized that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, okay. I must be I rubbing know, off on you. I don't know about you, but I am going to drink a fireball shot at lunch because we Ugh. are building right up to that kind of weird, you know, dynamic. Yeah, I, I think that's going to happen. It's because it's 12 22. It's because it's free. Ah, so. Friday. <laughs> so do you have a three by five card? Because if you don't, I've got one. All right. Well, go. I got one, but go ahead. Cool. This is from Justin. And Justin says, when was the last time you wrote a letter to somebody? Because everybody's into emails now. Not, you know? a, not a thank you note. No. A full-blown letter. Yeah. I would, time-wise, I think it was about a year ago. Okay. And I wrote it to my dad and his wife who live in Missouri. It was like CNN headline news. It was not paragraphs like I would write a book. It was bullets? It's sort of bullets. Oh, and so it was little spurts on maybe 12 different topics. Does that qualify as a letter? Well, I guess so. Did you put a stamp on it and mail it? <laughs> I did. I guess it would be then. And it took up like three eight and a half by 11 sheets of paper, handwritten. Huh. Yeah. I guess. I, I, hmm. What about you? It has been forever since I've written a letter, but... Christmas time is coming up, and I always write stuff in Christmas cards. Now, okay. I don't do the Christmas letters, you know, where you write everything. I, we used to do that. In fact, when Mom passed, we did that because we had to explain all that stuff. But I don't normally just write a letter. I mean, I'll write some stuff in a card. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a long time since I've written a letter. I might have to start that again. So who would you write it to? Who would be your first mm. target address? Who would I write it to? I mean, is this a person that... Let me give you the choice, multiple okay. choice. Okay. Would this be a person that you know really well that maybe you just want to write down your feelings or your appreciation or whatever? Or is it a person that is away, you know, they moved away two years ago or whatever? Mm -hmm. Or is it a person that you haven't seen since 1979? Oh, wow. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Probably write it to my family members, maybe my uncles that, are, that don't live in the area. Okay. You know. Would they be favorite members or members that are the members old. of my family yeah i know but you got to choose i mean the whole family you got to choose is it going to be somebody you really connect well with or somebody that's about ready to croak and we know that because of the death pool you're so funny <laughs> and you would and you no, want to you want to be my family it's somebody you know my family somebody i connect with i think oh somebody you connect with yeah, yeah okay yeah. i mean i just something just checking in seeing what's going on of course you know these days, you could just pick up the phone and quote-unquote check in. But people don't. I know. My mom and my Uncle Jerry used to do it religiously on Sunday. They would call each oh. other on Sundays. Like an appointment. 
every, every Sunday afternoon. I don't know Not what time. I don't think that'd be a special time. I think it's just whenever the two of them. But well, they always did that. Well, I'll tell so you what. Cool. You, we can we can expand this a little bit, uh-huh. and it's sort of self therapy. Really, I just thought of this. Hmm. If you could write a letter to somebody that's not with us anymore. That's true, too. That would be really good. And honestly, tuck that in some kind of a box. Yeah. You know, like your box under the bed, that one. Remember that whole, I don't know what these pictures are. And somebody would find that and go, look what Liz wrote on 12-2-22 to so-and-so. Yeah. That could be. Yeah. My my friend Walt Gray just passed um, two days before Thanksgiving. And that would have been something. That would have been a nice little note to, you know, had I thought about that beforehand to write a letter to him. But you could still do I hadn't it. Seen, yeah. You could still do I it. Could, I you could. could. You could still do it and give it to his son. That's true. You could. That's true. See? I sure could. Good job. Oh, my. Might have to do that. All right. You know what, you know what this blends right into is my three by fives. Okay. Which because, is? Because this is all social things that we're talking about. Writing letters is social yeah. connections. Yeah. Okay. This is from Michael in Zihuatanejo, Mexico. Oh, boy. What is the most socially unacceptable thing that you plan to do? <laughs> socially unacceptable thing that you plan to do? Yes, and probably repeatedly. This is a great question. This is weird. Okay, that's yeah. a tough one. That's a ponderer. And the gray area is what's either socially acceptable or not. Oh. For some, it may not be. For some, it may be. Isn't like, that a great question? Slurping the last <laughs> bit of your soup? You mean like that? Eating with your mouth open? Oh, I don't do that. Crunching your ice? That could be. Oh, no, man. it could be. I don't know. I, I got I got a good one. Okay, this, what? This makes people really uncomfortable. Oh, my gosh. Okay, this I'm really going to have to think about this one. When okay. we walk into a gathering, let's say you've got, uh, you're meeting people for pizza, and there's six or eight people sitting around the table for the sake of argument. Okay. And you know them all. Okay. All right. I will purposely not sit next to my wife. Now, we've been married 32 years. I would purposely not sit next to her because I talk to her all the time. And wherever I'm supposed to be sitting and whosoever seat that I took, that they have it in their head, they ought to be sitting there, they get all kinds of bent out of shape. Huh. Yeah. Did they make you move? uh, One guy did. Really? Yeah. He goes, what are you sitting next to my wife for? I says, because I haven't talked to her in a long time. You talk to her all the time. Oh, funny. And I thought maybe, well, he doesn't want to sit next to my wife. No, he loves talking to Sandy, but he needed his comfort zone. Yeah. And I said, oh, my That's God. That's interesting, Tim. You're such a big boy. Pull, oh. up your, pull, up, <laughs> pull up your big boy panties and sit down at the other end of the table. Oh, my oh God. Now, here's the other thing we do. Okay. We purposely sit in the middle of the table across from each other. Oh, really? Because... Again, if we know everybody that's coming, so it's not a favoritism or, oh, God, I don't know that person. So, you know, I don't want to sit. I don't want to start that conversation. You know, whatever. It's not that. We know everybody. If the conversation to the left sucks, even though we know these people, we could always switch to the conversation on the right. (laughs) Uh, When you're in the middle. What if you want to introduce the the people? I never want to. I, I don't. No, you're on your own. You just want to keep them to yourself, huh? I'm messing you're with you. You're so bad. No, because it's funny because we sat, we did that one not too long ago, my husband and I, and there were cu- different couples that hadn't met each other, and we're in the middle, and we're like, well, I want to introduce you. And then they start talking, but they're talking, you know, across the table to you diagonally. Oh, that's or horrible. Whatever, because yeah. they just met, and they've got things in common. I know, but so, somebody needs to rotate the seat. Somebody needs well, to swap seats. Well, not if you're seats. at a restaurant. Yeah, well, you still could. Not at a restaurant when you're eating. Oh. No, you can't do that. You could if you're done eating. Oh, well, oh, 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 here's a solution for that. Okay. Here's a solution for that. Oh, switch at every course? Uh, yes. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't think yes. that would work. That's what, okay. they, that's what they do in England. Really? For that specific purpose. Huh. And you know who I learned that from who? is Jenna Bush. George really? W. Bush's Oh, when daughter. she was in England? She was. And she had dinner with then Prince Charles yeah. the night before the Queen died. Right. And that's what they do over there because it stirs up the conversation. Now, I would love that. Oh, my God, because you've heard my stories a thousand times. I would love to have a new 
conversation prey. That just reminds me of Alice in Wonderland and the Mad Hatter Tea Party. Move down, move down, new cup, new cup, new cup. Okay, move down. That's what that reminds me of. I would be like, there's no way. But I'm can you imagine it. these people would completely freak out and go, no, 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 we can't do that. Well, yeah, you can. You can physically do that. You just don't want to. Oh, that's wild. They would shit a brick. Unless, <laughs> unless, oh, here's the thing. Oh, what? my God. What? Unless you tell them ahead of time, this is what we're doing. Well, yeah, then they're prepared for it. And you cannot come. You could not come if that's not your cup of tea. No pun intended with the uh, Mad, Hatter. Mad Hatter. Really, if you say this is what we're going to do and we're going to have finger food. Oh, yeah. So okay. it doesn't really matter where you sit. It's still accessible. Come well, on, man. But if you were going to do different courses, so each course would be finger food? Possibly. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, that would be. Are you going to set one up like that? I don't know. Do you, would you come? I would come. I know, because you're a conversationalist. I would come. Yeah, I think my husband would come, too. In fact, would, I know he would. You would be all over that, because, yeah. again, you have a new target. Oh, 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 here's the other oh. part. Oh, my God, here's the other part. Here's okay. the other part. When, when you swap. Oh, be careful how you the, use that word. When you swap, okay. there, there is something in front of you or between you that is maybe a single word. So let's say baseball or Aww. cooking. When you have to have a topic. No, well, no, you could throw it out there as a safety net. You don't yeah. need to take it. Okay. But if you needed it, uh, you know what Alan Olda asked a guest one time? What? How do you start a meaningful conversation at a dinner party with someone you don't know? And the key word is meaningful because... You can imagine, Alan Alda, for all these years, small talk, oh, I love your work in MASH, blah, 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 blah. He's heard the same shit over and over and over again. And his answer was, when was the last time you cried? You know, I actually had that on a 3x5 card, too. You did not. I did. It's in my bag. You did not. I did. I did. The last time I cried was not too long ago when I learned about my friend Walt. Oh, yeah. And my cat when I was afraid I was going to lose my cat. That sounds yeah. weird. Mine was yeah. uh, in April. What would that be? About s seven or eight months ago when we had to put Maya down, our dog. Yeah. And that was a hard cry. That was an ugly, yeah. ugly, ugly cry. Yep. She was 13 years old and the best ever. And yeah. I, you know how it comes out of you and you can't control yep. it? Yep. That's what made it so ugly. Yep. My makeup smeared. <laughs> that was embarrassing as shit because my son didn't know I wore makeup. <laughs> that's why you cry in the shower. It washes all that stuff off. You cry in the shower? Yeah. That's Then you don't have to worry about your makeup running. Oh, my. You just cry in the shower and it washes all off. Now, when you think of ugly cry, is yep. there a person's face that you think of automatically? Mm, no, I don't think so. Like no. in a movie or something like that? Uh -uh. No? Carrie Underwood. Carrie, I've never seen Carrie Underwood cry. No, but that was a whole, like a, like an ugly cry tour that she did. I Remember when she got in the bus accident and it really screwed up her face and everything? You know, I've been trying to figure out what part of her face was screwed up. Because <laughs> looking at her, you go, yeah, hey, I you look know. fine to me. That's exactly it. And I had no clue. <laughs> and I'm not really, a, I mean, I wasn't really a Carrie Underwood fan, whatever. Oh. I mean, so I didn't know what to compare it to. So I didn't know what she looked like really before and afterwards. I think she looks fine. So oh. I don't know what the whole... You threw down the gauntlet now because now I have to go look for a before and after because... I and see the difference? I agree with you. And it must be just somebody was really, really good at fixing her up. I don't well, know. If that's the case. They did a great job. Because okay. I really don't... I really can't tell what she did wrong okay. or what, what happened. All right. Jack from Ogden, Utah. Okay. says, you've both been extras in movies. What series finale would you like to have been an extra on? Ooh. Ooh. Mine would have been MASH. Really? Oh, oh my God. Mm. The popularity and all the surgical and people in olive green, you know, with uh, the background of camp, they're running all around. I could be an extra really, really easy in that one. Mine would have been Seinfeld or Friends. Oh, my. Yeah. As an extra. I, yeah, I could be an extra. Okay, so That would have been fun. So for Seinfeld, would you have been in the cell next door? Yeah, right. Would you have been a prisoner? That would have been fun. You know, that would have been fun to do that. And what about Friends? Would you have um, been an extra in the park? You know. Like, you could have been a jogger. You I, could yeah, walk your dog. I could have walked my dog. That's probably what I would yeah, have done. Yeah, yeah. Wow. 
I would love to have been on the um, TV series Mike and Molly. Are you familiar I with Mike I love that show. Melissa McCarthy. How about Dynasty? Dynasty would have been a fun one. No, I couldn't have done that. Oh, I would love no, that. No, I don't. I wouldn't know anything about Dynasty. And you know the other I one would, would have been fun. I would just, I would have just stood there. I wouldn't oh. have known anything about that TV series. Nothing. How about, how about Downton Abbey? Oh, that would have been cool. <laughs> Downton Abbey would have been fun. Would you want a speaking part? Of course I would. <laughs> of course I would. No, you know I always want a speaking part. But it would be fun just to be dressed, be a, a maid, or a, oh, you know, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm really impressed by the costuming in so many TV series, originals, movies, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And a lot of people don't think of it, but some of that stuff is you call up a company and you say, I need something from the 1920s, yep. and, and they they, out, bring it. they outfit you. And, of course, those things have been used in movie after movie after movie. Some of these things, they have to go to the seamstress and go, uh, this is sort of what I'm thinking. Can you make this? Can you? Yeah. yeah. That's a talent, too. That is a major talent. And they have to do their research because if you're off, there's going to be some freakazoid out there that's going to know it. Exactly. Isn't that wild? Exactly. You talk about freakazoids and freaks. (laughs) I have to tell you, you got me started on that movie Ghosts, on that show Ghosts. So I watched it. I I binged that whole second series up until now. You know, yes, I find it hilarious. It is. It's on CBS. It's Thursday nights. 7.30. And these are unknown people. Yeah, it was, and it was fun. But it's so cool. Oh. I thought the gal, who's the hottie lady? I can't remember her name. Hetty. Hetty. I think she's been in other shows, and I cannot remember what she's been in. She's one of those actresses that you kind of sort of know, but you're not real familiar with. Well, do you, do you have a way of looking it up that's non-Google? I do. Oh, do you? Yes. Okay. You're familiar with IMDb? Yes. Okay. They have, for those that are not familiar with that service, it lists all these uh, uh, TV shows, actresses, actors, uh, uh, production people, uh, movies, TV shows, whatever happens in Hollywood, it's in this database. So I look up the cast, in this case, the Ah, cast of Ghost. Okay. I look up what Hetty's real Real name name. is. And then you look her up? And then I look her Ah. up. And then it gives you everything she's been a part of. I just found it fascinating. Now, you know the jazz singer lady, right? Yes, she's fun. She was just recently in the AT&T commercials. You Ah. remember when they say we do it for customers? Well, what about new customers? Well, we do it for new customers, too. That's and she, her? She's the last one that walks in that says, well, what if you're an existing customer? And then they go, ah, we do it for existing customers, too. So that's her. Fun. Now, you know the Boy Scout guy with the arrow through his oh, neck? Oh, he's so funny. Yes. Okay. He's hilarious. Actually, I like, um, oh, what's her name? Not Daisy. Flower. It's flower. Yeah. I no, was Daisy, Daisy was already taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah way back flower. in. Flower. Uh, yeah. I love that one. But, but the guy that is, uh, is the Boy Scout with the arrow through his neck, he was, believe it or not, in a Morgan Freeman and Michael Caine movie. And I can't remember the third guy, but there was three guys, and they sat around, and they go, they huh. took our pension away. By God, we're going to rob a bank. Oh, wow. And this guy, he was the, bo- in it. the Boy Scout yeah. guy, was the guy at the reception table when you walk into the bank. So, of course, he goes, good afternoon. How are you? Uh, if you step right over here, and you could see him playing that. Yes. And I looked at him and gone, oh, my God, I hardly recognized him without the arrow through his neck. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Isn't that funny? Well, you got me stuck on that one. So, yeah, that, that's a good, that's, fun that's show. Go check homework. it out, everybody. That was really, really cool. Anyway, so sorry to derail you. Go ahead. You <laughs> no. were talking about? I don't know. I, oh, th- I think I freakazoid. was sort of. No, you were going to tell me about a freakazoid. That was it. Uh, speaking of freakazoid, those freaks, the ghosts were freaks. Oh, oh, and then we got into ugly crying. Yeah. Okay. From ugly yeah. crying, freakazoid. See how this works, guys? Yeah, this we is how it works. just kind of all the time. Oh, I had another freakazoid that has to do with bowling. Okay. He's a long time. <laughs> oh, God, he's going to kill me. Yeah, probably. He's a long time friend of both yours and mine. Okay. Come on. Mike? No, oh. Chuck. Chucker! <laughs> Chuck Doyle has been doing rock and bowl for 27 years. Get out of here, serious? No, it's a Friday night thing. They start at 9 o'clock. They knock all the lights out. Everybody comes in for uh, three hours of bowling, and they crank the music and give away pizzas and stuff like that. Oh, my God, how fun. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to go out there tonight because uh, Sandy won some kind of a – you know, like a basket. You know how you go to a party and they have a yeah. basket of some sort. And it had a gift card for that particular venue. 
And I think I'm going to spend it on cheeseburger and fries tonight. And That'll be cool. Surprise Chuck. That'll be cool. Moral support. And then I get to pick out the playlist. So he's picking out all this boom, 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 all this current stuff. And, and you're I, picking out the Christine McVie. Yeah, yes. or, or Sheila E. Sheila or something e. like that. Yes. Oh, my God, yeah. Sheila E. Yeah, and it still has the, the bump to it, uh-huh. you know, Fly Like an Eagle, Steve Miller Band or something mm-hmm. like that. But it's not current. Crazy train. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> it's not the current um, uh, club music. Ah, yeah, club that's music, what huh? I that's what I associated with. I could be totally wrong, but that's what I associated with. Oh my god! But he's really fun. good at it. He really is. I mean, he he hits intros and hits posts to music I'm not familiar with. It's like, damn man. He goes, come on. I've been doing this 27 years, and I do it every week. Yeah. So he's good. Anyway. He's good. Yeah. Good job, Chucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Tim's gonna be out bowling again tonight. So it's his bowling day. It is sort of my bowling day. So if you want to continue your bowling day and night, you know, Tim, you could actually get into a league if you wanted to. There's, In fact, they've got leagues starting. I, I'm seriously, look at this. I found some flyers for it. I'm going to set um, up a cot in the back room. You might I have think. to. I think. Listen to this, though. It's right. called Balls, Buckets, and Beers. Oh, what could be wrong with that? But it looks like it's a margarita drink. I mean, look at that what one. What could be wrong with that? I know, right? Wow. Um, let me see. That, that's not a flat rate for as many as no, this, margaritas. Well, this one is um, Winter League, only on Mondays. This is a Thursdays. Here's a Fridays. You like Fridays? It's only 14 weeks. It's not your 32. It's only 14, okay? Starts January 6th. So this is a high commit thing. Friday the 6th is kind of a freebie. So okay. you, I guess so you're learning. I, well, they, I don't know. It's a lost leader. They lure you in. Oh, that could be And then when you it. like it, then you're hooked. That's what Oh, there what you they go. Do. See what you could get. A large one-topping pizza, large platter of boneless wings. Each bowler gets a 32-ounce rum <gasps> bucket. Really? Really? You can substitute domestic beer or Pepsi products if you want to, but the rum but I can't, bucket. I can't, look at this. But I can't do this alone. Right I need, here. I need somebody with me. You got a whole team. No, that um, would that would be you. Four per team. Any combo. I don't know what that means. So you just need to get well. Any combo of males or females, oh, my oh, guess. Oh, I gotcha. Or good or bad. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's yeah, you the could combo. Have, you could have three bad. people that completely suck, and you could still yeah. drink margaritas. Yeah, well, there's um, there's also an adult and youth, too. It's really cool. They've got a lot going on here. By the way, you know there's one thing, and, and there's a guy at the far end that I see doing this. He is not putting his fingers in a ball. He is palming the ball. How in the crap do they do that? I wondered what was going on with that. I thought, does he, what did I he just, do? Just holding it? I, don't, I would be dropping it. I would. Be, I can't even hold that damn thing. Unless you had gigantic hands. Basketball hands. Yeah, like Meadowlark lemon hands. But then... If, if that's the case, what the hell are you doing bowling? <laughs> you know, if I had to do the bowling with no holes in the balls, I would be coming up to the edge and rolling it. Yeah. In like be- a two-year-old, in, three-year-old. In between your legs. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, can you put English on the ball? Can you put some spin on the ball? Well, obviously, I must have because <laughs> you see my score. Did you see I was going straight and then it goes to the left? Straight and it goes to the left or straight and goes to the right. I'm like, I don't know what the hell I was doing. I don't know. Something's wrong. I, it was, something was wrong with my ball. You know, I'll tell you. Oh, something's wrong with your ball? <laughs> I wondered how long it took. You should have seen his face. There was, there was you should have seen his face. There was a kid in high school that he just he sucked at baseball. He just completely sucked. His name was Terry Purifoy. I cannot believe that one time he came back to the dugout and he goes, there's something wrong with my bat. <laughs> well, in high school, you're using the same bat as everybody else. Oh. It's not Major League Baseball where you can just swap out another Chris Bryant bat. No. No, there's nothing wrong with this bat. You suck. And, he, oh, God, he was so pissed. What was his last name again? Purifoy. Oh, okay. No, I was thinking of somebody else. Nothing? Okay. No, I was thinking of somebody else. That's wow. okay. That's okay. You know, you see the wall behind us with all of the top the bowlers. The Women's Hall of Fame right yeah. behind us. Matt, and leagues. I mean, there's some people that bowl three times a week. I was down at my dad's recently. Okay. Now, this is before my dad and his second wife were married. Okay. And I'm downstairs, and I see their very faded picture of their bowling team when dad worked at Amrock. You know, oh, back wow. then you had Barbara Coleman or you had Rockford yeah. products or whatever. And then I go up to a guest room and on the dresser was her picture of her bowling team. Oh, cool. And they all had beehive hairs oh, and you're stuff right, like that. Right, yeah. right, right. And that's when she worked at Chrysler. 
this is so ingrained with them because you see them every week. Yeah. These are your people. These are your people. Mm-hmm. I remember learning about it in high school. I mean, I don't know. When did you start learning about High school. Oh, yeah. High school, too? Oh, we used yeah. to come here all the time. Uh, I don't specifically remember, here. I don't remember where we went because in Hannibal, I, I know we went somewhere for high school because we did not have a bowling alley in a, at the school. So we must have oh, gone no. somewhere. I don't think anybody's I, got a bowling alley at the school. And maybe we learned it in gym, you know, way oh, back when, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. when you learned about it in gym. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah. shoot, I'm, there are people that continue to bowl and they bowl. What's that perfect score? 300, right? Yes. And you always see on the billboards out here, so-and-so, 300 score or yeah. 299 or whatever. I'm like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Good they job. Gi- they give them their propers. Um, Mindy, the same one that signed us oh, up yes. for 32 yes. weeks for the kids. I called her the other day because she just recently moved to Kentucky, which it's going to take me a long time to forgive her for that. (laughs) And she says, well, it'll give you a place to visit. Exactly. Yes. That is it. Took the words right out of my mouth. I said, you went from being seven minutes away from my house to being seven hours away from my house. I said, yeah, try again. So I called her and she was, God, a a fantastic bowler for a very long time. And her and Karen Spencer in either 2001 or 2002, won the Women's Doubles Nationals. Oh, wow. In Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I guess they rotate them. You know, the next year it'll be in Kansas City or wherever. But in Milwaukee, they said that the grid, or I guess where you narrow it down, it takes them April, May, June, and sometimes July to narrow it down. Mm-hmm. You start out with 10,000 people nationwide. Oh, my goodness. Is that crazy? Oh, and my goodness. they won the National Doubles. Oh, my goodness. That's Nuts. amazing. Now, her best game was 289, and wow. it was here at Park Lanes. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And it was 1994. She was only 19 years old, and her first 10 frames were strikes. Oh, how cool is that? So the 11th frame, she threw a beautiful ball, she said, but it went in the 1-3 pocket. And then she had solid frames. And then that last one, it's like, oh, God. Kind of like mine where it goes to the left and you get one pin. (laughs) Yeah, but that... That's every one of your first yeah, 10 that was Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah. Well, my girlfriend, Diana. Yeah, my girlfriend, Diana. Um, Diana Kozan was her maiden name. She's in Chictawaga, New York. She was the one that I first knew was a real serious bowler. because They bowled all the time up there. Mm-hmm. Had her own ball. I mean, she was really good. good. Now, was she an athlete in another sport, too, or is this pretty much it? Don't know. I mean, again, really? this is college, and she was my sorority. I don't know if this is when she came it's not really a transfer or school but she was there for a year at our college and she picked our college because it had the sorority oh but she and i became very good friends and then she went back to buffalo she could be one that you write a letter to that's true (laughs) diana be on the lookout tell me where you live give me a give me a snail mail address i got that yeah i got another i got that because i got christmas cards to send oh there you go see I got another three by five for you. Okay. Now, this is going to be a difficult one. Is this going to be another thinker? Well, well, it was for me. Okay. And this is from my son, believe it or not. Oh, geez. Yeah. Name a crime that you would like to see disappear globally, but you would have to commit that crime first in order for it to disappear. Yikes. Yes. And I'm thinking of horrible, horrible things. And I'm going, no, I would like to see them gone, but I'm not going to do do it. it." Yeah, Yeah. me too. And it made me think. And three days later, I came up with two, believe it or not, that I could easily do here at Park Lanes. And they would disappear globally. And I would do it in the next 30 seconds. Oh, my God. What is it? Lie. Yeah, okay. Because I could lie to you right now about my weight. (laughs) I could. Or about your height. Or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep, and yep, it yep. would disappear globally. Wouldn't that be cool? Lies. Yes, that would be so, good. So that would no be good. lies in the courtroom. No yes, lies that would be good. between neighbors. That would be good. Yeah. Eric, no lies among doctors. Mm-hmm. None of that. Think of that. It would put a lot of courtrooms and lawyers out of business. My first thought was like murder, rape. Yeah. But then yes. when you put that other yeah. section, there's no way I would have yes, done that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And the other one is stealing. I could stick a candy bar in my pocket right now in the next 30 seconds and no one would know and hmm. that would di- that would make alu- all stealing disappear that would eliminate all ste- wouldn't that be cool stealing and lying yeah cheating well but you wouldn't have, what, how would you che- cheat with bowling you could do that 
Except you can't really do that here on these things because it's it's electric. It does it for you. Yeah. Unless you don't switch lanes. Yeah, like we then, did. Yeah, oh, God, crazy. what a dumbass We movie. just were goofy, that's for sure. <laughs> Honest to God. I don't funny. know. It makes it worth a story to tell somewhere along the line. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh, my gosh. Hey, oh, my here's, gosh. Hey, here's another 3 by 5 for you. Okay. Would you rather show someone your scar or show someone your wound? I've shown them both. <laughs> I mean, I've shown my wound. I've shown my scar. Here, you want to see my scar right now? There's one right there on my finger. I got um, one on the same finger. Ha! I do. Right I hand do. or left hand? Ah, see, yours is on the right hand. Mine's on my left. Oh, you see the marks right there? Yep. See, okay. okay, we're going to have to take, I'll take a picture and I'll show you my scar. I was holding okay. a ball jar, a mason jar, mm -hmm. on a tricycle mm -hmm. when I was maybe six years old. And it was filled full of lightning bugs. Oh, fun. But I was going down our driveway, and our driveway had just a little bit of an incline. And when I hit that grid, oh, you, you know, the, the dividers, jar. the front wheel turned, oh. and I went forward, and the jar crashed against the concrete and cut, cut me clear hand. to the bone oh on three of my gosh. fingers. Yuck, yuck, yuck. So every so often, if I would grab something in a wrong way, I can still feel that tinge. All these years later. Wow. Dude, you must have cut tendons and everything. Oh, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Clean to the bone. Wow. Clean to the bone. And if my mom could have sent me to the doctor by myself, because she's not that. a blood fan, uh, she would have done it. Oh it's like, gosh. wrap it off and start walking. Yep. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. <laughs> so what's yours from? Mine's from a car accident. I really, I probably should not have been here. I really, seriously, oh. should not have been here. But thankfully, this was the only thing that happened. Whoa. Yeah. So I was, it was winter. My stepdad had passed away January or December 31st and February, you know, came, we were cleaning out the closet. So I had a whole bunch of his clothes to bring back here to the rescue mission and oh. all that stuff too. Yeah. So everything was in the car. Yeah. Well, it was in the truck cause it was in my husband's truck. Okay. This is important because my husband was coming home the next day, so I was going to—I was driving home that night to go pick him up. And a truck the doesn't next day. give you much weight in the back. Is that part of it? No. All nope. Right. And I was very right. slow, but I was—my mom—I had been on the phone. My mom says, "Have you eaten?" I'm like, because it was like 9:30 at night. I said, "No, mom, I'm not hungry." She goes, "Pull over and grab something to eat." I'm almost home, <laughs> so I'm like, "Fine." So I pull over off the, the interstate and I go to McDonald's and grab French fries and hot chocolate. And I can tell you that for a fact, because when I get back up. On the interstate, I'm going up a little ramp, and I hit black ice. Mm. And the truck spun, and it was spinning and spinning. And all I could think of was I, I let go of the wheel, and I covered my head, and I said, please don't let me flip, please don't let me flip, please don't let me flip. That's a Carrie Underwood move. Exactly. Jesus, and take the wheel. That's exactly what I was thinking. Oh and let me tell you, that car spun, and I hit the meridian, or the, the median, the middle of the road, and I was facing traffic. Now, sad part is, trucks were going with me. I had been traveling with huge semi-trucks the Two whole time. Two lane or four lane? Uh, this is on Highway 39, three okay. lane. All right. Three on one side, three on the other. Okay. Yeah. So what is that, six lane? Three yeah, lane? That would I don't be. Know. Anyway. Again, not good at numbers. No, nope, not good at numbers. <laughs> anyway, big highway. But I was not there. And, and it was, you know, coming up on a bridge. If I would have gone off the other direction, my car would have gone off and down and been, oh. bye bye Liz. Yeah. Big time bad. No. So everything is bumping around and whatever. You know, I stop and I look and I'm like, holy smokes. I look at my right hand, everything's fine. I look at my left hand, my left middle finger is bent. And I went, clink, 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 clink. Oh, wow. My finger's broken. Okay. It then was, I'm like. It was wobbly? You no, could... it was like this. Oh, yeah, but did you try no, to. No, so I went. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, like flicking my finger up and down. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So I put my thing, and I had the foresight to take my ring, my wedding ring off. Oh, good Cannot for you. Cannot believe I did. I mean, I'm thinking, I'm very calm. Right. But I wasn't calm at the same time. I was in shock at the same time, you right. know, all this stuff. So I'm looking for my cell phone, which is way back when, and I had the little candy bar phone. It's flying all over. And so then I'm holding my hand like this. You know, my two fingers together, right. my, my index and my pinky finger out, and the two middle ones together, up, so that all the blood goes down, and yeah. up, whatever. You had your wits about I you. I had my wits about, and then I'm calling 9, but listen to this, I'm calling 911, and I said, hi, 911, hi, this is Liz, I was just in a car accident, I was going northbound, but now my car is facing southbound. She goes, can you tell me where you are? I said, no, not really, I know I'm on interstate, whatever it is. All right. She goes, I'll send somebody out. I said, okay, thank you very much. I, I called my mom, and my mom's phone line was busy. So then I called my mother-in-law, telling her that I was in a car accident, thinking, you know, she can tell Brian that I'm, somebody else is going to pick him up. And then I, I, a truck went by on the other side, and I, I went, oh, 
there's a sign. It's exit 163. So I called 911 back and I said, Told them where you were. This is Liz. And I just saw a sign that said exit 163, but I'm northbound. And she says, okay, we've got someone coming out. And I said, great, could you stay on the phone with me until that person comes out? Because I don't know if it's a real cop or not. <laughs> you know, yeah, I've back seen then, too many. you bet. Well, I've been watching too many of those damn cop shows, you know, but whatever. there's some truth Still, to it. So here I'm facing traffic and, and the cop comes in. Excuse me, are you a real cop or not? He goes, yes. <laughs> Would you mind opening the other one so I'm not here on the high on the you know on yeah, the highway on the traffic side? And yeah. I said to the gal on the phone, "Oh, and by the way, the cop is here and he's real, so thank you very much." And I hung up. I mean, so who does that? No. And he's saying, "Ma'am, are you okay?" And I said, "Yeah, but I broke my finger and blah blah blah." You know, so I have to get out of the car. I am shimming out of how how much is that? Like a twelve oh, yes. inches, yeah, sixteen inches, trying to get out of the car because it's bad. And I didn't know how bad it was. I get into his cop car that's facing the truck, and I went. <gasps> Oh my God, what my husband's going to kill me. Yeah. Oh my God, my husband's going to... And I'm breaking out and crying. He's handing me tissues and he's like, exactly. No, well, you don't know my husband. Yeah. He likes the truck more than <laughs> he, he likes me. Truck. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Well then, you know, and everything's happening for a reason. And everything, I was fine. The angels took care of me. You know, I, my stepson was off work that night so he could come and get me. I stayed with him, but found out that his girlfriend died. That same place, same thing happened. Black oh. ice her car but she was hit head on oh. so he was freaked out big time oh yeah no. big time i had a wonderful doctor dr brian bear sure yeah fixed the, me up like you would not guy. believe yep. yeah emily bear's dad yep yeah so he knew did i ever tell you my black ice story no <laughs> we're taking eric down to ball state university and we're having dinner at a red lobster and literally we're going to drop him off and it drive home yeah yeah so we had this wonderful waiter and he was, you know, college age and very chatty. And I'm about halfway through the dinner. He said, oh, I got a story if you guys want to hear it. I got oh a boy. story of when I was here freshman year. He says, I was in, in the middle of the campus, middle of the afternoon, and black guys just, <gasps> just put me on my ass in the middle of everybody. And he says, I didn't know what to do. He says, I was just, I, I, was, I was flat on my back. Oh so my he gosh. walks away, and Eric and I look at each other going, did he say what I thought he said? Black guys? Black guys. Oh, no. Is what we thought. And oh. Sandy's looking at us going, what in the hell are you talking about? Because she heard black, black ice. ice. Yeah. Yes. And, of course, that was that whole Abbott and Costello oh thing going back God. and forth there. So the, funny. so the guy comes back, uh-huh. and we're dying laughing. And he goes, come on, man, you got to let me in on this one. He says, it actually has to do with you. And we told him what we thought he said. He goes, no, it was black ice. It was my own damn fault. I fell down. Nobody, <laughs> no, no, nobody beat me up in broad daylight. We oh were God. dying. So every Christmas since then, there is a... Uh, car deodorizer that you, you know, the flat ones that you oh, hang yeah. from yeah, your like mirror. Yeah, like the Christmas tree type things. They yeah. are. And the brand is Black Ice. Oh, funny. And every year, including this year, that's one of the stocking stuffers for Eric's stocking. Nobody has to tell the story again. Uh, no, 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 no. This no, is no, like, no. oh, God, know, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, it was very yeah, yeah. funny. Oh, that's cool. Hey, I got a couple of things before we go that are uh, tying in previous episodes to what we're doing today. Okay. Okay. Do you remember when we were at the Edgebrook Farmer's Market? Yes. Do you remember when we were at the Beefaroo Restaurant? Yes. Do you remember when we did the murals yes. and we were talking about Brett Whitaker? Yes, yes, Okay. Yes. All right. I ran into Brett Whitaker the other day. Oh, cool. He is painting the windows with a Christmas scene at Edgebrook. Aww. And he just returned from Springfield, Missouri to do a huge 180-foot wall at the latest location of Beefaroo. That's right, because they have expanded out of Rockford. They have. This is the first one. They want to take it nationwide, yep. and their first one is in Springfield, Missouri. So there's three of our previous episodes all rolled into one. Edgebrook, you showed me the beautiful pots that are decorated with uh, <laughs> gorgeous Christmas decorations. He shows me this picture, and I'm like, what is this, a bowling ball? Did you put something inside the bowling ball? Because we were just talking about this. He's like, no, these are the pots. So now every time I look at them, I think they're great it big is. giant bowling balls. It is. It's one gigantic bowling, bowling ball. Balls. It's really yeah, fun. Crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> well, this has been fun, but I think I need to return my shoes 
as I see them sitting there, and you need to put yours on. Oh, and look how sexy yours were. I know, mine were Velcro. Yeah, those That's are cool. Those are for special bowlers well, that I don't know how to special. tie their shoes. Smart Alec, you just ruined that one for me. But I liked them. Anyway. But it was fun. This has been a really cool day. You guys, yeah. get out and do some bowling wherever you are. Try it. You're going to love it because you're going to forget how much fun it was until you start doing it again. Yeah. Pick your team very, very carefully because that uh, that does matter. And it's not the ability no. of them to bowl. It's no. just fun. It's the goofiness of it's them. It's just yeah. fun. So we'll see you next time. I'm Tim Larson. And I'm Liz Wilder. This is Life's 3x5s. We will see you. Bye. Thank you for joining Liz Wilder and Tim Larson. If you'd like to offer a conversation topic suggestion or contribute to the tip jar in support of this podcast, visit lifes3x5s.com. In the meantime, watch our Facebook page for more reasons to join us at another remote location for more unscripted stories on Life's 3x5s.